What if you could create more kindness in the world just by being you? Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Well, hello, everyone. I'm so glad you're here with me today. I have so much to share, as I always do, and I know you hear that all the time, but I just love being here with you. I really can't emphasize that enough. There's something about knowing that you're going to be here with me, having that dedication to showing up for you, bringing forward, truthfully, like whatever's going to show up. Yes, I have a sense of what I'm going to talk about every week, but I also allow myself to be fully present, to be here with you, to be here with myself and the energies around. And when I put all that together without a specific agenda or a specific outcome, magic happens. I mean, it does. Magic happens. So thank you for being here on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. I'm Karen Leslie, your host. I arrive here every week. For me, it's Wednesday afternoons, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So wherever you are in the world, I'm grateful that you are here with me. For those of you who found me on the replay through, oh my goodness, any one of the many, many platforms that you can find Cultivating Kindness with Karen on, thank you for tuning in for the replay. Thank you for following along. And if you like, you know, you can always subscribe and get a notification and then find out what my show is going to be every week. How exciting would that be? So we have a really interesting topic today, quite different from some of the things I've talked about in the past. So the show today is called Oracle Cards, Helpful or a Distraction? Well, A, do you even know what Oracle Cards are? If you don't, I think you will by the end of the show. You don't need to know about them. You don't need to use them. You don't need to believe in them. None of that is required for you to stay, hang out with me, and have hmm, maybe some interesting information shared with you. I'm not here to say, hey, these are the be-all and end-all and everybody should use them. Not at all. I believe in everyone's choice and their perception around what works for them. I am going to be talking about different ways that we can use them, different ways that they may be helpful, and different ways that they may not be so helpful. So if you're a regular listener on Cultivating Kindness with Karen, you will know that I do use Oracle cards every week in preparation for my show with you. I consult my decks. I look at which deck I'm going to be using based on the title that I have. And then I pull usually two cards and look at the information on them and allow them to contribute to what I think I'm going to be sharing with you when we go live. And I do all of this usually two or three weeks in advance. 
And so it's not the energy of the time of the sh actual show necessarily, although I know that that is part of the, the uh, influence with it. And it's fabulous and fun. And I don't know, just so interesting to me how over and over again, the show I created a few weeks ago with the assistance of the cards has pertinence and significance and information for me and for you on the day that we actually go live. So we're going to look at a little bit as to like, okay, why does all that happen? Now, also, I've used Oracle cards in a way that have not been a contribution to me. I've used them as a form of a distraction. So I want to share that with you because I don't think I'm alone. I think that's actually quite common that people will look at them from a perspective that may not be giving them what they're actually looking for or seeking. Now, I am not uh, what I would call an expert in all things Oracle cards. I am certainly not somebody who understands very well the tarot cards, so I'm not going to be looking at those at all today. That's completely out of my wheelhouse. But I am an expert when it comes to energy. And there is a very strong energetic component when we're working with these cards. So I am an expert healer. I've been working with energy for over 25 years on a very regular basis and very intently for at least the last 10 years in a very different way as I started to change my approach and the different things that I was choosing to learn. So I have that aspect of me that will be a big contribution today. I'm also what I have been referring to lately because it popped up in one of the shows a few weeks ago. I called myself um, a language and thought pattern coach. Now, you may think, okay, what the heck does that mean? And I kind of did as well when it popped out of my mouth, but I liked it. I liked the energy of the words. And this also helps me when using oracle cards. And this will help me in explaining them to you today and some of the ways that they can be helpful or not. So language coach, not in foreign languages, but the language you choose to use when you speak, the language you use when you're thinking. I'm not a dream coach, but even though the, there is assistance I can give in the language and way things work in a dream. And I love, as you know, looking into the historical side of words, what they mean, what their energy is, and what what happens with us, with each word we choose to speak or think. And then thought pattern coach, well, you put all those words together, you get a sentence, <laughs> you get a thought pattern, and some of them are super helpful. Majority of them are not. And so when I put all of this together and I work with you, I will work with you a bit today. But when I work with clients one on one, this is like a magic package that comes together where transformation can come forward and with a lot more ease than some of you may be thinking is possible. So if you're curious, then reach out to me. But let's get back to today's topic. OK, Oracle cards. 
Well, let's start with, do you know what oracle cards are? Now, I didn't think to bring some of my decks here to show you um, while we're you know live on the show. That's okay. They come in so many different forms and different shapes. And there's many, many, many authors out there who have created beautiful works of art. And they really are, in many cases, works of art. The uh, images that they you know, have people custom design or intuitively draw for them. The art of interpretation, of writing what the cards are about, what the meanings can be for people. You know, there's so many ways of doing it. The shape of the cards, the kind of box they're in. All of those things will actually have influence if you were to go and buy a deck of cards. What you're attracted to, what you're not, right? It's all about tapping in to your inner knowing. Maybe it's your heart center. Maybe it's your third eye your crown, maybe it's your gut, right? Or all of the above. The energy around the cards will speak to you. And that may be really woo-woo and today probably will be very woo-woo for you. That's okay. It's another deeper side of Karen that you're getting to see and uh, giving you a little more information about who I am. The word oracle, I want to look at that. I looked that up, of course, right? Because, because I love the origin of words. And I found the earliest definition I found through the etymology site that I like to use comes from later in the 14th century. And it says, a message from a God expressed by divine inspiration through a priest or priestess. In answer to a human inquiry, usually respecting some future event. So that's a long thing. Basically, you're looking for an answer to a question for something that's in the human realm, either something you're thinking about, something that's actually going to happen, doesn't matter. And you're going to somebody that you feel is an expert. So in this definition it's an oracle so there are people actual people that would fit that description and then it got ex ex extended i guess is maybe a way to put it but it then led to the creation of cards and they go back i don't even know i didn't look it up but they go back hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands of years. People have been using runes and stones and all kinds, twigs, bones, all kinds of things to help with understanding what may be coming forward for them, something in the future. And it can be also in the present moment as well. And I think that's important for us to always understand as well. So that's kind of the idea of Oracle where it came from. I am i don't consider myself a priest or a priestess. Um, I've been called a witch and um, that used to bother me, doesn't anymore. Now I think it's kind of cute and it's fine. The um, One of my clients actually, he's he, he very fondly, very um, from a great sense of appreciation for my talents and what I 
and able to help him with, he tells everybody that I'm his witch. I'm his good witch because of the expert uh, techniques and knowledge that I have when it comes to energy healing. So, yeah, if you like, I can be a witch. Not a problem. So that, though, being said, makes no difference with my ability to use oracle cards or not. <laughs> There's a comment in the uh, in our chat room. I want to be a witch. A good one. <laughs> well, this is totally off topic. And you certainly can be. Um, but anyone who is, let's say, a witch or whatever, we have both. We have the good witch and the not so good witch, the good witch, the bad witch, however you want to phrase it. It's all within every single one of us. The question is, how do you wish to work with the capacities and the capabilities and the talents that you have? It's all a choice. When we're working with our oracle cards, it's all a choice. And we are, you are, I am the person in charge of that choice. What would you like to say? What would you like to do? What are your thoughts? What is your agenda? What is the outcome you're looking for? Do you have an outcome you're desiring? All of these questions impact the energy within you and around you and how you're able to tap in, to access, and to be part of that energetic connection that is around all of us all the time. How we set ourselves up is really important. How we look at things is really important. And this will all be explained further in Oracle Cards. Helpful or a distraction? We are coming up to our first break. So thank you so much for being here on the Inspired Choices Network. Just one of so many places you can find Cultivating Kindness with Karen. With myself, of course, Karen Leslie. Now, remember, you can always reach out to me. Send me an email, karen at karenlesley.ca, or you can find me on all kinds of the social media platforms. I'm quite easy to find, really. So have a look, follow me, connect with me, send me an email if you want, and I would love to get to know you as well. So go, don't go away. We're going to continue with our wonderful show today in just a couple of minutes after we hear a little bit from our commercials, and when we get back. We're going to dive deeper into this whole idea of how do I work with a, these cards and how do I avoid the distractions of them? All right. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time 
on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. So did you know that it's really easy to join the chat room and be part of the live show? It, I mean, it's it's here. We're open. We're, we invite people in every week. All you need to do is go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com forward slash chat room. And you'll come up. You can just put in a name or whatever you want, log in. And my producer, Sarah, will invite you in. And you can sit and listen and put questions into the chat box that's there for you. Or you can click a link and you can actually watch the show live. You can join through Zoom as well. So it's a lot of fun. So please, anytime you would like, come and join us live. I've got a couple of people in the chat room today. And it's always so much fun when you join me here, when you ask me questions, when you make little comments. Sometimes I laugh and giggle. Either way, it is great. So give that some thought. And if you're listening live now and you want to join, it's never too late. So just come on over, right? Inspiredchoicesnetwork.com forward slash chat room. For those of you on replay, sorry, but you can catch me live the next week. <laughs> All right. So back to the Oracle cards. Now, one of the things um, that I want to talk about, too, with this is like, why would we use them? And we we look at them from a perspective, or most people do, as a source of information for some kind of guidance, um, a way to get a question or maybe a bit of a conflict or, I don't know, information to help you choose something. Really, you can use them for whatever you want, but you're seeking support information or knowledge somehow that you can then use to make your next choice for what's coming forward for you. And that can even be in the next 10 seconds, all right? It doesn't have to be down the road months or weeks away. But we've always, people have always wanted like insider information is what I'm hearing, right? that inside scoop as to what's going to happen. How can I get a little bit more knowledge so I can have the advantage or how can I gain insight so I can avoid something or whatever it might be, right? We, it's human nature. I do it, no question. I mean, I, as I said, I use the decks to help me with insight for every show. 
every week. I also will use it for personal reasons and my own questions and my own personal life. But what's important here is that they really are a reflection of what you already know. So that may sound strange, but for most people when they're using the cards, it's a reflection of what you know. Your energy is already part of the process. Your energetic fields, your physical cells in your body, this is already part of the process. What deck of cards you choose, if you've got more than one, your method for choosing a different deck, all part of the process. And their guidance. And what I really want to stress is that every time you pull a card, it's accurate for you in that moment. So anything can come into your life. You can change a thought. You can do an action, whatever it might be, that can change what the card has given you. Every, From my perspective, every reading, every card pull, every um, layout of cards for a full reading, they're accurate in that moment. Your choices and what you do from that moment on, will influence what will stay with you, what will uh, materialize and show up for you later on, is all dependent upon yourself. And this is one of the ways people get upset with readings and cards or when they're pulling their own cards and they're like, well, these things just don't work. Like, this is just hogwash. It was accurate in the moment. When we look at the cards and their meanings, it's really important that we do so from a space of no agenda and no expectations and being just open to whatever shows up. So you may be thinking, yeah, but you've got an agenda, Karen, because you pull a card for every show. True, I do. But I I do my best to pull the two cards from the place of no agenda. I ask open-ended question. I ask, okay, what would my listeners like to hear from me during this show? And then I also ask, what do my listeners require me to share with them? And then I have no expectation as to what that might be. I don't worry about what shows up. I read the uh, written information in the booklets that come with all the cards. And then I also tap into my own intuition. And what do I know or what information do I receive that relates to what the card is speaking about? Then I go from there, send in my show, close it down, and don't look at it again until we show up live. So for today, you know, it was talking about being part of the flow, looking at what you already know, looking to see how you can choose 
to connect into your inner wisdom and divine wisdom. I think they're the same. Some people think they're different, and that's okay too. Not a problem. The um, information from the cards was very much to empower you to know, to be honest, that you already know. And this is where the cards can become a distraction. Because sometimes we don't want to acknowledge that we know. Often, we don't want to acknowledge that we know already. Now, here's where, from my perspective, understanding the words you're using, the thoughts you're having, and perhaps any past trauma or something like that in your life that could be influencing things can make it a little more difficult to get a clear read on what the card is telling you. But the reality is, right, it's all energy and your energy is there in its purest form that's possible for you in that moment. Yes, we can work on raising our vibration. Yes, we can work on having a clearer connection to within ourselves and our inner wisdom to divine whatever that may look like for you or whatever body of energy you trust and that you you know is clear and clean and available for you to reference and connect to. All of this has an impact. Now, we often don't want to acknowledge the brilliance we have, hence we use the cards. So, for example, this morning I pulled a card for myself. It was from my animal communication deck that I've got. Uh, um, medicine cards, animal medicine cards. And the horse came up. It's got a beautiful message. and that. But one of the things that I really paid attention to was, um, without going into it all, but the horse was, was saying to me, Balance your life. Find greater balance for you in all areas, in joy, in happiness, in playfulness, in teachings, in seeking, in sharing, in health and well-being. And it, it listed like, I don't know, 10 different things. The key here is Karen. My inner wisdom, my energetic field, these cards are saying, you may be out of balance. How would you like to change that? And they give, you know, I've got all these examples of areas to look in. Am I in balance when it comes to these different aspects of my life? So I sat with it and I was looking, okay, yeah, this one seems pretty good. Nope, this one feels a little off. And I gained more information. Information's fine, but now I have another choice. What do I wish to do with the knowledge I now have? I find many people, when they're using cards, they read them, and then it's like, oh, okay, cool, I got that, read that, and then have this expectation now that divine or whatever source that they're um, connecting to and trusting will now take over. Read this, 
okay, cool. This came from you. So this is what you're telling me. So now you will do it. Okay, no. Flat out, no. My choice now is, do I wish to do something different? Do I want to add something, an activity or something that's more fun or playful into my life if I'm feeling like I don't have enough of that in for me to have this healthy balance, you know, or whatever it might be, you know, is my emotional state not where I would like it to be? So what choice would I like to take? And then what would the ripple effect of that be in other areas of my life? It's up to me. I need to look at the information, receive what's there, choose what my next action is going to be, and then do it. I'm not going to get more balance in my life by just reading the card, saying thank you very much, putting it back in the deck and putting it on my shelf. The card will have more value to me and provide more for me after I make a choice followed with the action. I hope that makes sense. And I may have ruffled some feathers, uh, which, you know, I tend to do. And that's okay, because I love to give you different ways to look at things and different thoughts. And that's really important. That's one of the reasons I show up here every week is to sometimes challenge you a little bit, right? So if you're someone whether you get readings from another person or you do them yourself, if you just read it and then do nothing or just hear the recording and then do nothing, you're missing out on so much. You're missing out on connecting to yourself in a way that may be new, but will be amazing and beautiful. Don't turn your life over to a deck of cards. Don't turn your life over to another person. Remain active, remain connected, remain present. All right, on that, we really need to go. We have some other commercials for you. So we will just be a couple of minutes. And then when we return, we'll carry on this conversation here on Cultivating Kindness with Karen, with myself, Karen Leslie. And thank you for being here with me. So think about a little bit of what we've said. And if you use cards, what actions do you actually follow through on once you receive this information? All right, we'll get um, come back after the commercials and we'll talk about this a little further and I'll help you out, hopefully, a little bit more. All right, don't go away. We'll be right back. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. 
Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. So maybe when you're listening live or if you're watching and the commercials come on, you know, you go and do something for just a minute or two. Or sometimes you sit there and just kind of watch me. And that's cool. You may have noticed and it's still happening. My nose was getting very itchy during that commercial break. And that is often information that's coming in. That's one of the ways that uh, I get spoken to or that they get my attention, I guess, is a better way of putting it. Usually I can just kind of ride through it, but it was a little more intense right now. So that's OK. We're you know, it all fits in with the topic of knowing yourself, tapping into who you are and these oracle cards. like using them as guidance, not using them as a distraction, all right? In the commercial, the, the uh, uh, commercial talks about or says the universe is always listening. And that is so important for you to hear, which is why it's in the commercial, because I want you to hear that all the time. And I want you to remember that. The universe is always listening. So the universe is listening when you're pulling your cards, when you are asking your question, when you choose to do nothing after you've pulled and read, or when you choose to take an action. The universe, we say, is always listening. It's listening. It's watching. It's whatever word you want. There's this energetic connection with all of us, with everything, and your actions, your thoughts your lack of actions, your inability to do something or choose to not do something, all send information. All impact what is going on around you, including oracle cards. It's everywhere, everything you do. So using myself, as we were talking about before the break with pulling the horse card and seeing all these different areas, for me to look at and find out, okay, so where am I out of balance? What isn't working for me that perhaps I have been ignoring or have chosen to ignore? You know, you get busy, you start doing things, everything, you know, life happens, as people say. Well, yes. And it will continue to happen whether you choose to be an active participant and present with it or to just sit there and let it flow to you. Now, I'm not meaning that life happens to you. It all happens with us. Our definition of being with something or interacting with the energies will be different for some people. You can never not be interacting with your environment. You can never not be sending out information through your own energetic fields. And you are never not receiving information. 
Energy is always moving. It's a two-way street. It is not a one-way road. If we truly believed it was a one-way road, we wouldn't even be thinking to ask an oracle for guidance because that's to receive, right? We ask, that's one direction on the road. We receive, that's another direction. Being present in who you are, knowing what you would like to do, knowing what you do not want to, to do, and then recognizing that middle space where there's confusion, where there's doubt, where there's apprehension or fear, that also will impact how the cards work with you, right? It's just energy. It'll impact how you phrase your question, what words you choose to use. Because remember, every word carries its own energy. You string them together, you got four or five, ten of them in a row, you've got that sentence, that question or that command that creates its own unique energy based on the words you've put together. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling it? Hmm. I actually wrote some things down where I saw the areas that are out of balance. I wrote down some action steps. What would I like to now do to bring things back into balance for myself? And I also am very aware that A, by writing it down and B, making the commitment to follow through on it, that I am communicating something different to the universe. I'm communicating something different to my body, to my thoughts. And all of this will change my energy and how I work with my oracle cards. It will provide me with more accurate information. I'm sure if for those of you listening that have pulled cards, you've pulled a card and you've read it and you've gone, what? I don't understand this. This doesn't relate to me at all. Like what's going on? So there's a couple of things you can look at here. One, are you in denial don't want to receive or don't want to hear the information that the card is giving you? Have you buried something so deep for really great reasons that you're not able to access in that moment to help you understand what this energy, what these cards are telling you? That is very possible. Very, very possible. Yeah. Or do you just not want to hear those words that you've just read? For whatever reason, I can't do that. I don't want to do that. Why would it tell me to do that? I don't like that. There was a time when I would have pulled the horse card years ago. If I go back 15, 30, like a long time ago. And saw that things, it was suggesting to me, look, where is life out of balance for you? I couldn't have coped with that. Reading about playfulness and joy. No, I, I could not have coped with that. I either would have just not read those words, like it's possible, like I would read the sentence and just not even see them. Because I couldn't work with that energy. 
And this is when I was very suicidal, when my depression was really deep or when I was, you know, going back longer, when I was in an eating disorder that was causing me a tremendous amount of harm. There would have been words in that passage that I couldn't have coped with. It may have upset me. I know for sure it wouldn't have encouraged me. I may have found a couple of words or uh, areas of my life that I could look at and say, okay, yeah, this is all in balance, but it would have been in balance because I was numb. So just looking at everything being flat could have been my definition of being in balance. We need to be honest with ourselves if we wish to use or seek out this kind of support, this kind of information. So depending on where you're at in your life, what's going on with you, it will influence your ability, um, not your ability, it will influence how you are receiving the words that are written on that page. And there's nothing wrong with that. There would be nothing wrong with me pulling that horse card a long time ago and responding to it in the way that I know I would have. Maybe I even did. I've had these cards a long time. With who I am today, that same card has a totally different meaning. I could pull this card tomorrow if I want to use the same deck again. It may pop out again. And how it speaks to me tomorrow could be different again. Because I'm going to be in a different space, a different place, a different energetic package, if you will, when pulling everything together within myself. So please don't be discouraged um, and discount the ability of the cards to be accurate. There's so much more there than just opening it up and reading it. Sometimes people will use the cards as a distraction to seek an answer they're looking for or to seek permission to do something different. And that can be a way of avoiding the information that may be there for them. Or it can be a way of looking for permission to, um, yeah, to ignore, to deny, to allow sleeping dogs to sleep, so to speak. This is quiet. It's resting. I don't want to disturb this. So show me a distraction. Show me something else. And then we can get so caught up into drawing cards, doing layouts and giving readings to ourselves or whatever, that we can be there for hours, hours. And what, what is that doing for you? Is it helpful if it is cool? Is it giving you actions and things to do? Awesome. Is it a way to hide and bury? Not so awesome. I've done both. My cards have brought me tremendous um, support and comfort. That's the word, comfort. At times when I have been really bad, really upset, really hurt, like just in, in some pretty, 
I can't even get the words out, but really dark space. I've gone to certain decks and I, I cover my floor. Like I've got larger spreads out and I spend time and I write and I do all these things. And sometimes they have been extremely helpful and given me really great comfort and some insight. And it's like, okay, girl, we can change this. And then there's other times where I've sat there and I write it all out and I look at it all and everything. And I close it up. I put it away. I don't necessarily feel much different. And I never go back and look at the information from that spread. I never go back and look to see what could be helpful for me. That is 100% distraction and hiding for me. People will leave me alone when they know I'm working with my cards. So it serves that purpose. Cool. Close the door. Don't knock on the door. Mom's doing her thing. But I'm actually not gaining anything from it. It's distracting me from the true difficulty that I'm experiencing at that time. We have another break. Oh, my goodness. I am just rattling on here today. Thank you for being here with me. And I truly hope that I'm providing you with a, a wide variety of ways of looking at Oracle cards and, and how they can be really helpful and how they actually can be confusing and perhaps a distraction for you. If you've just joined, a lot of this may not be really gelling together for you. I've looked at this from a number of different perspectives. So please, you know, go to the replay, start at the beginning and listen through to the end. And I'm sure, well, I'm certainly hoping it will make a lot more sense to you. But thank you for being here with me. You know, we are on the Inspired Choices Network where I show up every week. I'm Karen Leslie, and I just love being here, being the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen. So please don't go away. We've got one more segment to try and wrap all this up for you. So join me after these short commercial breaks, and we will carry on. And uh, I don't know. We're going to see how it all wraps up. So I'll be talk to you soon after we finish with these breaks. Thanks. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. All right, everyone, thank you for being here. We've only got a few minutes left, so let me try and wrap all this up for you. I think when we're looking at oracle cards and how to work with them and how, them, how to have them be a contribution to us, because that's why we go to them, right? We're looking for assistance. We're looking to seek some form of information. I mean, I really don't believe anybody goes to them with the intention of, oh, I'm just going to sit and waste time, like I was talking about in the previous segment. But the 
it's important. And I really want you to get this. We need to be honest with ourselves, as I was saying, right? We need to be present. We need to have this understanding that, right, everything is energy. The energy we're being in the moment, the energy that is around us, the energy connections that we have created with all that is around and within will impact what's going on. Taking a few minutes, centering yourselves, bringing yourself to that calm space. Maybe do a meditation first. Maybe listen to some favorite music. Some people have rituals that they like to do around pulling cards. Whatever it is for you, do what is needed to bring you to being more centered and present within yourself. Give yourself permission to be honest, to be vulnerable, to be able to receive, and ideally, to be able to tap into the hidden parts of you that maybe you don't want to see. Allow this to come forward to give you a fuller experience. Allow all of this to be present for you to receive help in the way that you actually are desiring it. Right? Being true to you is so important. Listen to the words you're using when you ask your question. Is there already an agenda in that question, in the way you have phrased it? If there is, just look at it and go, okay, cool. We will change that up. What would be a different way to ask this? That's all. Simple. Allow yourself to change. Allow yourself to see things from a different perspective. I would encourage you not to put the deck down and go and get a different one for a different answer. People will do that. Didn't like this one, must have chose the wrong deck. Well, what if you couldn't choose the wrong deck? Yes, some decks have different purposes for them. I have one that I use only for spreads. And I, I do a yearly uh, reading for myself with it every year and that. But that doesn't mean I can't use it just to pull it every every day or whenever I want. It will still work. It's me. Right? Remember, I am. You are. We are the common denominator every time we go to seek this information. We are the energy that is always present. We influence what comes forward. And there's ways, right, as I've been saying, to decrease how we influence what's happening and just to try and be as present as we can with our clearest form of energy. I hope this is helpful. I hope you've kind of got a sense of, you know, if you're interested in Oracle cards, cool, get some, try it out, see what you think, you know, stand in front of them in a bookstore or, you know, store any store that sells them or look at them online and just see how you feel when you look at the covers or hold the box and allow yourself to choose from your inner knowing, your inner wisdom. I mean, the 
The truth of the matter is we don't need oracle cards and we don't need oracles. We have the capacity within us. We all have it to a degree or to some form or another. And it's up to each of us to decide what is going to work for us. There is never a problem with seeking out assistance or seeking information or guidance. Just be clear to yourself what you're looking for, why you're looking, and then also, do I actually know this for myself? Or am I looking just from a place of doubt or from a place that I don't act, actually trust me? That could be a whole other show, learning how to trust you, and maybe that's one we'll look at in the future. But for today, know that you have everything within you that you require. Yes, likely parts of it are buried somewhere, and you buried them for really good reasons in that moment. But once buried doesn't mean buried for life. We can still go and unearth, shed light upon it, and heal. And every time we choose to do that, we open ourselves up to more possibilities, new adventures, a different communication with divine and the universe that are always listening and watching and being a part of every interaction we have, including our thoughts. If you're unsure and maybe you want to work with this, Right? I'm encouraging you, bring in waves of kindness, flow them to yourself, flow them through you. Use that as a tool every day to help you. Right? We are coming very quickly to the end of our, our show today. Next week, it's, our show is called See Your Value for the World Requires You. And we will go into what we've been doing here a little bit about the value of what's within you more so next week. So until then, thank you for being here on Cultivating Kindness with Karen, and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.